It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time. Here's your host, Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch-Smith. And good afternoon. Welcome into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Stretch, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Welcome to a Thursday edition of the program. Yet another terrific day in the uh, in the heart of Texas. We've got blue skies, sunshine at 76 degrees, and just absolutely another Chamber of Commerce type day. And we, uh, we welcome you into the program. Let's uh, go around the horn and check in. Stretch, how you doing? Good. How you guys doing today? Doing terrific. How about you, Garrett? How's how's everything rolling? That's going good. Everything's good on my end. All right. You, you, again, you didn't sound like you were selling that very hard. I mean, it was just kind of like, oh, I, you know, we're here. We're all right. It's fantastic. Is that better? <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> all right. A uh, couple of minutes after three. Stretch, you ready? Let's go ahead and get our uh, flat bill update of the uh, of the day. I'm, I'm right on the edge of my chair in anticipation with what he's got on. All right, so today is the Seattle Mariners. You got the little light aqua green. Uh, that's mostly what it is. You got the dark navy bill and then uh, the traditional Seattle Mariners uh, logo on the front. There you go. Buttons and eyelets? Navy blue. Navy blue. There is, okay. So are you are you coordinating today for any – I mean, is – like the rest of the ensemble, is it coordinating with the cap today? Yeah, I got the the uh, I guess the aqua shorts on, and the I got the gray top <laughs> and the navy blue t- t-shirt. So yeah, it's coordinated. Stretch, you got your aqua shorts? <laughs> yeah, you bet I do. There ain't no question. I got some aqua shorts. I think tomorrow at Richard Carr, you ought to wear your aqua shorts. I tell you what, the next time you have one of those things come into your mind, reach up and hit the delete <laughs> key on the keyboard, please. Uh, oh, I, I, I talked to, to Richard Goff over at Richard Carr uh, for a long time, actually. We talked about several things. Some of them actually pertain to business. But uh, we were we were just kind of visiting and, and getting excited. I, I think tomorrow afternoon they're going to roll that truck out and uh, – it should be a lot of fun. You guys are going to have a blast over there as we put the finishing touches on Toys for Tots with the United States Marine Corps. And uh, it, it should be a lot of fun. You're going to be inside. I think there may be a little inclement weather that's uh, in the forecast and a little cooler weather. So they're going to have you right in the middle of the showroom floor, and uh, it should be a lot of fun tomorrow afternoon. Well, I think those great people over there, and I know you have a relationship with all those guys, but they're great people. And obviously what they've done to put their best foot forward to put on this campaign and be able to deal with all of that while they're still running a business tells you what kind of people they are and obviously i'm looking i'm looking forward and excited to have an opportunity to go over there and visit with those folks tomorrow and 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 i know richard probably doesn't want me to tell you this and i'm but i i'm going to anyway i don't care anybody that ever came by to to drop off a toy if he knew about it he came out and visited with them not trying to sell a vehicle thanking them for coming by and dropping off a gift for Toys for Tots. That's what it was about. It was, and, and you, you have a great point. They did it because they care about the community, and that's why they did it. It had nothing to do with, you know, they're going to sell vehicles. They have a great product. It, but 
he he made sure that he, if someone took the time to come by their their uh, their business, that he took the time to to visit with them and, th- and thank them. And I know that wasn't exactly a conversation that he wanted me to share, but I don't care. I, I think that's kind of t- tells a little bit about him and them at Richard Carr. Well, yeah, and, and, and Tom, you make the point of, you know, they are there. They're 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 in business. Their business is to sell vehicles, to service vehicles, to all the things that they do. But they opened their doors for a completely different avenue, which was to help, you know, help young people of Central Texas. And the fact that they've done that and and they've done it with their arms wide open, there's only there's only one reason to go there tomorrow, and that's to support and give them and show them appreciation for the fact that they've, you know, they've they've opened their business. That and basically that's their home. That's where they work. That's where they. You know, again, it's a place of business, and they're there to sell a great product. But, but more than anything, they're there to help us this time of year. And, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome that they do that. And, and, and I say all that and say, you know what, I'm going to cut me a car deal tomorrow. I, I need one of our listeners to come by. I'm going I'm, 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 I'm gonna, to I'm gonna show our appreciation see if I can cut a good car deal, Tom Barfield. I'm going to cut a good car deal tomorrow. You need to. I mean, you need to take you need to take a dollar or two off this sticker price or, or what. If, if they hand you this this heck of a deal, take a couple of bucks off of it. I don't mind. You go ahead and knock yourself out. I'm, I'm and, my, I might take a little more than that off of it, and then I'm gonna come hit you up for half. <laughs> there you go. I'll write you that IOU. We'll get right on that. Exactly. But anyway, we we hope that it's a, a, a huge success tomorrow. You got an opportunity to come by and drop off a new unwrapped toy. It's our final day for uh, Toys for Tots, and we look forward to it. And, of course, our, our buddies at Unnecessary Roughness are going to be over at Diamore Fine Jewelers. Then tomorrow night, Ward and Q from Diamore Fine Jewelers down to Temple to uh, broadcast the Wildcats and the Waxahachie Indians in by district play in Class 6A. That's a, an 11A versus 12A matchup, and uh, that'll be a lot of fun. We'll have that game over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. That's uh, 1330 a.m. And, and 93.9 FM. And, of course, uh, tonight on 92.9 Shooter FM, our, our sister station, we're going to have the uh, state semifinal matchup between the Crawford Pirates and and, and uh, Poth High School. And, and Stretch, I, I know that uh, that Poth is, is or Post is considered the, uh, the the favorite in this football game. And, and, and Garrett, you've seen the numbers. I mean, they just don't give up a whole mm-hmm. lot of points, do they? No, they don't. They're a really dominant team, Tom. And I believe over the past six games, they've only allowed six points. So Crawford's going to have their hands full tonight. But it reminds me, fellas, of a of a of a time where the uh, Crawford Pirates made a run several years ago in the uh, in the state in, in, in into the state championship. In fact it was the semifinal round. They were gonna play a team out of Sudan. They were playing Sudan and they were playing in the uh, I believe the Mustang Bowl in, in Sweetwater. And they weren't supposed to win that football game either. They found a way and of course the uh, you know the story is that they were watching video the night before and they notice a couple little tweaks from the uh, offensive line of Sudan that kind of tipped their hand, whether they were throwing the football or running the football, whatever. But the point being, they weren't supposed to win that game, and they found a way to win. My point being, Stretch, and you know this going into postseason play, every game begins at 0-0. Zero to zero. Yeah, and, that, and that's you're, – you've both had a path. You've both had – 
you know, certain hurdles that you had to overcome throughout the year, adversity, and you've come together to get through, you know, the, the, the early rounds, and you're here, and, and now, you, I mean, like you said, the, the playing field is, is leveled. You've, you've, you've worked all year to have this opportunity to get to where you're at now. Hey, now it's time to go cut it loose and do whatever, and I guarantee you, I mean, both of these teams will have a few tricks up their sleeve. They'll have, you know, a fake punt, a fake field goal, something that could swing the momentum, the pendulum, because we know through a football game you go through highs and lows that go on both sides of it, and you're trying to maintain the the the, the momentum that you gain on your sideline, and then you're trying to get those, like we mentioned yesterday, trying to get those few critical stops or those few critical plays that usually comes out to be in the difference in those games. So we'll get into all of that. We also will have our uh, our Baylor football report with Coach Dave Aranda. Thanks to Q for pinch hitting for us on that one as he was able to take care of that for us. Also, we'll have our uh, our Baylor basketball report, our every Thursday afternoon Baylor basketball report. We'll get to that for you today as well. So we've got a lot of stuff to cover and uh, look forward to uh, – to the next two and a half hours again and again guys we have basketball coming your way tonight it's unbelievable but here we go conference play begins for the lady bears tonight baylor men open conference play on sunday against texas boy ready or not here we go here we go boys that's right hey not much not much time but you know what tom everyone that you get behind you we're thankful we're having an opportunity to do it in this you know in in this very tough situation with this pandemic yeah, and in fact, on our basketball report, Scott Drew will talk about that very subject. It's interesting that you brought you bring that up, but we'll uh, we'll get to that a little later on. And of course, our basketball report brought to you by Community Bank and Trust. We'll get to that in our next hour. All right, it is eleven minutes after three o'clock, three eleven. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Stretch, who do you got lined up for us as far as guests are concerned? Well, you know, I, I, I thought we'd talk to uh, with with the national finals rodeo wrapping up. I thought we'd talk to uh, Cody Webster. He's one of the bullfighters. They call them bull protectors, bull rider. I mean, hey, it used to be rodeo clown. You know what? These guys are unbelievable athletes. Good to, you know, we'll ask him kind of what's going on and how he sees uh, that business changing, how he feels like the national finals has gone up in Arlington, Texas. And then we're going to have a little conversation with Calvin Hill later on in the program, you know, uh, he, he, he produced a heck of a, uh, of a son that was a basketball player. We're going to go back to the old cowboy days, kind of like we did yesterday, and let's kind of let's let's get his gauge on what's going on with the Dallas Cowboys right now and maybe how Coach Landry might have dealt with that back in his time. You had Calvin Hill, number 35, and, of course, they also had Dwayne Thomas on the team. I think the fullback at the time was Walt Garrison. Uh, man, that was, some, that was some great football for, uh, for the Cowboys during that era. Yeah, I mean, and, and, you know, yeah, Garrison Newhouse. I mean, you remember Robert Newhouse, some big old legs. I mean, he was, a, house, he, was a heck, he was a heck of a fullback too, and he died a few years back. God rest his soul, but he was a heck of a guy too. And we'll we'll get Calvin on here to share a few of those old memories with us. In fact, uh, Robert Newhouse's son Reggie played football at Baylor, so. Uh, there's some, some connections there. All right, uh, 12 minutes after 3, 312. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a mild night across central Texas with lows reaching the mid 50s with increasing cloud cover and a chance of showers and storms after midnight. Friday will start off with temperatures in the lower to mid 60s. There's a 60% chance of showers and storms before noon. There's a chance of strong storms in the afternoon and evening ahead of a cold front on Friday. Highs will briefly reach the lower 70s in the afternoon. Saturday will be cooler with highs in the upper 50s and mostly sunny skies. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 539 for your forecast first. Plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. So one time I was given some kind of gift that was something that you would use. It was like one of those things that you find on the infomercials mm -hmm. where you put your hand on it and it's like a button and it's supposed to be able to... To where you can grab st it's things like a in claw. a small area. Yeah. yeah. It looked like the thing that was in... You remember Total Recall? <laughs> and, the, and, and when they pulled that thing out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's nose, mm -hmm. that's what it looked like. And I'm like, I'm not going to... I'm never going to stick something up my nose. Unnecessary Roughness. Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on ESPN in Central Texas. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Does that sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center and talk about the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from two and a half to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, plus boat-enhancing technologies for superior hole shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center. Mercury Outboards. Go boldly. Since studies show more and more people use their mobile devices to conduct banking business, Community Bank & Trust is keeping pace with the latest technology. Both commercial and personal customers can make mobile deposits. With our responsive mobile app, you can complete any banking task right from your phone. With Community Bank & Trust, enjoy state-of-the-art banking anywhere, anytime, on any device. Member FDIC. Just call Big Bead Services when electricity is on your list. Call Big Bead Services, your need is our priority. Call Big Bead Services at 254-292-8908. Your need is our priority. 292-8908. Your need is our priority. My house has a new glow. I love my window. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal. 
direct. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. <clears throat> Excuse me, Tom Stretch, Garrett, we're glad you're along as we uh, roll through this uh, Thursday afternoon. Again, we'll have basketball here on ESPN Central Texas beginning at 5.30 tonight. And uh, on our sister station, 92.9 Shooter FM, at 6.30, it'll be the uh, Crawford Pirates and uh, in post. So, Garrett, I, I know that uh, UMHB was scheduled to play basketball, but there's a problem there as well, right? Yeah, so per release, this is from Curtis Quillen over at KCEN. Uh, UMHB men's basketball game tonight with uh, UT Dallas has been canceled due to COVID-19 issues. Uh, this game's not going to be rescheduled, so uh, the crew are still going to have to wait to play. It's looking like their next game is going to be with ETBU uh, sometime next week, but tonight's game has been canceled. I mean, and we're going to face these these challenges. It looks like all season long, and and uh, and how this thing unfolds as we go through, who knows? I mean, but I, I think we're going to have these issues uh, all all throughout the basketball season, quite frankly. And I think Tom, like you said, I mean, we've dealt with it. We dealt we dealt with it all through baseball. We dealt with it all through the NBA season. Hopefully the NFL will be able to continue to grind through it. And I think it's – I think it's – you're right. I mean, I, I, there's no way around it. I, we've talked about them possibly pushing back a little bit, and, and uh, it looks like they're trying to forge forward. So it, as long as you're trying to do that, I'm sure those, those, hurdles, those hurdles are still going to be put out there, and sometimes you're going to be able to get over it. And sometimes, like tonight, you're not going to be able to get over it with, uh, with Mary Harden Baylor. Well, last night uh, on the uh, on the hardwoods, the Bears uh, defeated uh, Stephen F. Fawcett by a final of eighty-three to fifty-two. The Bears now four and zero. Stephen F. Fawcett falls to three and one, and and you know that's a heck of a good opponent. For those who don't know, Stephen F. Austin can play some basketball, and this is a program that had won uh, a lot of games over the last couple of years. Yeah, he's been to the NCAA tournament. I mean, this is a team that, yeah, like, like you said, Tom. I mean, they've They've played good basketball, and they and they've been able to get into that, you know, get into that dance. So they're, you know, they're they're somewhat experienced, and you know what? This is a measuring stick for them. They came in, played maybe the top team in the country, and now they know where they've got to go and what they've got to do in in order to try to fill those shoes to get back in that tournament. You know, one of the things that is a strength of the Baylor basketball team is their bench and. I found it interesting that Coach Drew on his postgame comments last night was uh, found out and, and told the story that the uh, Stephen F. Austin coaching staff, when they were playing video for their players of Baylor, they were using the video of the Baylor bench just because the bench is so deep and so talented. That's the, the video that they used in their game plan and preparation was a video of the bench just to show them how deep and how talented the Baylor basketball team is. I, I just found that interesting. No question. It's three twenty. Twenty minutes uh-huh. after three. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and of course the uh, the Bears will now open up conference play. They'll take on the Texas Longhorns Sunday afternoon, and we'll talk more about that coming up a little later on in the program. But uh, again, I, I just think for the Bears to to have their game Tuesday night against Nickel State canceled because of COVID issues with Nickel State, able to scramble, put together a game on Wednesday, go play last night, win big. And, uh, and and have an opportunity to 
to play before, at least play once before they get into conference play. I, I just thought that was big on, on many fronts. Yeah, Tom, you want you want that opportunity to, to get up, run up and down the floor versus somebody else. And, I I, I mean, we've, we've said that and good for them for putting together kind of a last-minute opportunity to get a chance to do that, get a chance to look at some film, you know, look and see where, you know, gauge where you're at and, 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 and be able to go into conference play knowing you've, you've, you've done something besides practice against yourself. So the uh, the Bears and Texas coming up on Sunday, and, and of course we'll have the broadcast for you right here on uh, on ESPN. It's a 21 after 3, 321. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas, and I know this isn't on our uh, on our little list, but Stretch, I wanted to get into something that uh, we, we were talking about yesterday. You know, obviously, and again, the Big Ten can do whatever they want to. They, they made a decision to change from their six-game rule to five, and they're going to allow Ohio State to play in the championship. And that's their business. That's fine. And one of the things that we discussed, even through a, a pandemic and, and this COVID issue, is the fact that it's about money. And, and I started looking into some of the the numbers. How about this one? If and, and this, I found this interesting. If if you're if your if your conference is affiliated with the Orange Bowl, Sugar Bowl, Rose or Rose Bowl, your conference receives sixty six million dollars. If you're you have one your teams in your conference make it to the be selected for the semifinals, which is what Ohio State is you know obviously trying to get done in that number four spot, it's six million dollars. So if the SEC or the ACC were to have two teams, there's $12 million for that particular conference. And then, oh, by the way, it's going to take you some money to travel. you got to go play the game. you got to get out to Pasadena for the Rose Bowl, or you got to get over to the Sugar Bowl. I mean, so it takes some money to do that. We all know that. The teams, that, that their travel budget for those games, $2.43 million. Yeah, I mean, that's... Tom, we – and I'm glad that you're putting exact numbers to it because it really is. It's one of those things that's – it makes or breaks your year as an athletic department. And I know you're talking about uh, what the number is, but think about how that goes and, and is divided amongst an athletic department for all of your other sports who are, who are non-rev sports. I mean, that's how they're able to stay afloat is through the budgets of men's football and men's basketball. That, I mean, that's, that's a fact. And so knowing that it's, it's that big of a number, you, you, you can get your arms around how these athletic directors then have to go about budgeting for the rest of the year. And when it's not there, you, 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 you see what, you know, how it can really cripple an athletic department when you think – that that money is not going to be available. It's it's it really is. It's a staggering amount. Yeah, there's no question. And and again, if if anybody wants to look at these numbers, it's uh it's available. I mean, all you have to do is go to the college football playoff website, which is all I did, and uh, and start looking at it and researching. And it tells you right there in, in plain English how much money everybody's getting, how much the uh, the the other conferences that are you know that are not associated with those 
with the, the New Year's Six, I mean, how much money they get. And it's a lot of money there, too. There's a lot of money stretch involved in the, in, in the football playoff system. Oh, it's, you know, it's, it, yeah, it's, 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 it is, Tom. It's, it's, it's one of those things that uh, it, it's mind-blowing. I know that when you start thinking about, and we've talked about this during the show, too, you know, possibly guys losing their jobs and the amount of money that they're going to have to absorb and pay to move on from those guys. But then you think about how all those athletic directors, again, have to manage that to, to, to think, man, we've got to figure out a way to get our team into position to draw these kind of dollars back in. And that's, it really is. It's kind of a, it's kind of the evilness in the business. If you go to think about it. Yeah, there's no question. That's why you see a uh, Michigan AD standing up and pounding his chest for the Ohio State Buckeyes to be able to play. Uh, I mean, it's 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 about dollars and cents for not only that particular institution, but everybody in the conference, whatever conference that might be. Exactly. That's exactly right. I mean, it it it, it affects all of your, you know, all, all of your partners in crime, right? I mean, for lack of a better term. Oh, it, it makes for some interesting partners, doesn't it? All right, uh, it is a 326, 26 after 3 o'clock. Again, coming up at 530 this afternoon, we'll get you out to uh, Morgantown as the Lady Bears open up Big 12 Conference play right here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll uh, step aside. We're coming back with more of the program in a couple of minutes. We'll get to some more Big 12 College football news and notes. In most of it, not very good. We'll get to that next here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. We welcome in the voice of Baylor basketball, the voice of the Bears. Pat Nunley joins us from Indianapolis. Good morning to you. You know, J-Mo, here's the deal. Yes. So I feel like I feel like a shooting guard who's been moved to play the point. And I, I'm a bit of a fish out of water. All I can say is I miss you, and I can't wait for you to be sitting in that play-by-play chair. And me right next to you, by the way. But yes. this, is, this is heavy lifting, man. Well, you know, you're just uh, you're perfectly suited for the color role, but you do so well. I, let me tell you, I've heard so many comments from people, and they kind of say it to me like, should I say this to him? But they say, what a great job you and David are doing. And I say, I absolutely agree. So great job. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this. 2020 is almost over, and what better way to finish it off than with the Big Finish event going on now at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. We're giving the gift of employee pricing on all new Ram Lone Star 1500s, and with new Ram Heavy Duties on the way, we have drastically reduced all remaining 2020 2500s and 3500s. Only at Cameron Autoplex can you get legendary pricing on a legendary truck. Hurry in while the getting is good during the Big Finish event at Cameron Autoplex, where it's always cheaper in Cameron. 
Today is your chance to make your home more affordable. Let InCommons Bank help you refinance your home and save you thousands of dollars. Now is the time to refinance with historically low rates available. InCommons Bank works with you to make the approval process fast, usually in as little as 24 hours. We make the process quick and easy, often closing in as little as 30 days. Competitive rates, excellent service with local decision making. Visit InCommonsBank.com mortgage or come see me, Regina. InCommons Bank member FDIC equal housing lender. ESPN Central Texas brings you the Holiday Chill, sponsored by Coors Light. You can enter for a chance to win a Yeti prize by snapping a picture of a Coors Light display at your nearest store and text it along with your name and keyword CHILL to 254-662-1660. Weekly winners selected every Friday on ESPN, and one lucky winner will receive the grand prize of 40-inch flat screen TV. Coors Light, keeping Texas chill throughout the holidays. Celebrate responsibly. Must be 21 or older to participate. No purchase necessary. Details at Centex. Fox 44 News, Adam Hooper, Weather Rate Certified Most Accurate, Mike LaPointe, and Matt Roberts. Breaking news out of McLennan County. Central Texas, we may not see anything. One of the biggest question marks coming into this season. Live as it happens. The live radar across Central Texas. More local news. Waco's community came together for last night's rally. A woman in her late 30s. We are live on the scene. On top of breaking news, weather, and sports. Back in action. On air and online, Fox 44 News. Your news now. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Leitch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Small Sandwich Shop. Number two Bears took care of Stephen F. Austin last night inside the Farrell Center, 83 to 52. Up next for the Bears, number 13 Texas on Sunday tonight. The number seven Lady Bears get into conference play at West Virginia. Tip is at seven o'clock. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. LSU will forego participating in bowl games this season, adding to the list of self-imposed sanctions from the NCAA's investigation into improper booster payments to its football players. Dallas Mavericks plan to release veteran point guard J.J. Barrera today. NFL action tonight: Patriots at the Rams. 720 kickoff on Fox and high school football tonight on our airways Crawford versus Post from Gordon Wood Stadium in Brownwood pregame at 630 on Shooter FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Stretch, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. It is a 3:31 on this beautiful Thursday afternoon. All right, Stretch, let's talk some uh, football. Let's talk some Big 12 football, and we'll, we'll start with the fun stuff. The game that's actually that we know is going to. Well, we don't know anything. The game we right now anticipate being played is Baylor at Oklahoma State. The Bears at two and six. Oklahoma State at six and three. Now, I, I will tell you this. It, if you haven't heard, Texas and Kansas, scratch COVID issues. Oklahoma, West Virginia, scratch COVID issues. We'll get into that in just a second. But if you're Baylor, if you're Dave Aranda, first year, the, your team's 2-6. and six. This, is, this is your last game. This is a makeup game from earlier in the year, and you're playing a, you're playing a good Oklahoma State team. As you get ready to move into your offseason program, get ready to move into um, – and those type of things. What are some of the things you're looking for in, in this football game? Obviously, you want to win the football game. I mean, that's that's paramount. You, I mean, you're going to compete. You want to win. But what are the, some of the other things that you're looking to do? You're looking to build upon as you move into your off season. Well, you, you, what you really want to see out of 
your football team is continued growth, Tom. And I'm saying that because you see kind of the middle of the season where they went to Ames, played a really good football game, where they beat Can came back, beat Kansas State. There's certain times of the year that you want to point to to thrust yourself into the offseason knowing, you know what, here's where we were really good and here's what we've got to look forward to and here's where we've got to get better. All of those things, that you know, they'll do all the self-scout issues. They'll come back and look at all the cut-ups, look at every time they ran, you know, certain plays on offense, certain looks on defense, certain coverages, how they attack certain things, what they did from a special team's standpoint all of that will be done along with obviously your recruiting responsibilities as you move forward but I think the key thing for Baylor is to continue to to grow as a unit especially uh, offensively I think on the offensive line I think that's the that's kind of been a little bit of their Achilles heel whether that was last week and you saw Charlie Brewer getting so many balls batted down at the line of scrimmage uh, we, we go uh, we go the Kansas State week. I believe they gave up six sacks, I want to say, in the first half. I mean, you want to be able to point to times during the year that you overcame adversity and then thrust yourself into the offseason and going into spring knowing what you got to, you know, the things that you've got to work on, understanding what your weaknesses are, possibly understanding from a – offensive coordinator slash defensive coordinator standpoint, things that we're going to be good at, how we're going to structure our football team in the spring, and then being able to formulate what you're going to do and how you're going to go about putting in and, and you know, implementing your offense when you go into two-a-days, you know, next, next, next fall. That's, that's what you're all trying to point everything to while you're looking at these games and while you're looking at these films and understanding what your personnel is and who you've got coming back, you know, for next year. All right, let's uh, let's flip it to uh, to a couple other games in the Big Twelve: Oklahoma and uh, West Virginia. That game is uh, is postponed. Texas and, and Kansas is is canceled. And I'm wondering why Texas and, and Kansas is can't why they don't try to to find the December 19th date. Can't they play on December the 19th since they're not participating in the conference championship game? Well, I, you know what, Tom, I think there's so many underlying – well, I'll ask you, doesn't it feel like there's so many underlying tones in what's going on with not only with the University of Texas but with the University of Kansas? I mean, Kansas has not won a game. Texas is – they said, hey, they're going to move on from Tom Herman. We're going to go hire Urban Meyer. Oh, wait a minute. Urban Meyer doesn't want to come here. I, I don't know. It, to me, it, it smells like there's so many outside issues that they're dealing with here that it's it, it almost feels easier just to say, you know what, we're going to cancel this football game and, and, and try to move forward here. That's the feeling I get versus trying to forge forward and play, which – that's been what they've done all year is forge forward and played, and it, 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 it just doesn't feel like that right now. I, that's, and that's just me. That's just Stretch giving you an opinion and what I think, and, and, and I could be totally wrong in saying that. I, but I, I don't get it. I mean, if, if you're looking – if everybody's trying to get to 10 and you have an available date, 
and why don't you play? I mean, I mean, because as you pointed out, that's kind of been the mantra all year long: is hey, let's 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 keep let's keep moving forward, let's keep pounding the drum, and and see if we can't uh, keep going forward and get this thing done. So now they're saying, "I'll ah, blow it off. We'll uh, we'll just go play in a bowl game later." <laughs> I, I, Tom, I don't know. I wish I, I wish I had an answer for that, and I and I wish I could even come up with a somewhat of an educated guess. And 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 I don't feel like I can. I don't. Why wouldn't they? I'm, I'm like you. Why wouldn't they just move the game back? You know, eight days from now, and say, "Hey, we're going to play this thing." I I. I, I I don't have an answer for that. It really is one of those things that kind of leaves you just kind of shrugging your shoulders and saying, man, I, I'm not real sure that I understand what the long-range goal is and, and, and what we're really wanting to accomplish here because certainly if you're Coach Miles and you're Kansas, you want one more opportunity with a bunch of young kids, and they've had to go super young with you know all the guys that they've had opt out, the injury issues they had, the moving on of their offensive line coach. And so you'd like to think that group would want to have another week to work on, you know, their craft and to continue to get better. And certainly Texas, with what they've been through, the highs and lows, ebbs and flows, whatever you want to say, of what, you know, has felt like the, the, the Longhorn football season. And Tom Herman, you know, again, his job, they've talked about whether they want to move on for him. And I, I don't think that that decision has still been made. You certainly would think you would want to give those players one more opportunity, but you had Caden Stearns opt out. You had the offensive lineman opt out. So I, I, I don't know. Part of me feels like it's just like, you know, they, they've kind of kind of put waved the white flag, kind of throw their hands in the air and say, hey, you know what, we've kind of had enough here. Maybe I'm just sitting there looking from Texas's perspective. If you could get the win over Kansas, you're seven and three. And if you go win a bowl game, you're eight and three. You look back at eight and three in in a pandemic, and it wasn't as bad as you thought. Right, and and you took Oklahoma to took Oklahoma to overtime, where you had an opportunity to win that game. Sure, you want to be able to you want to be able to point to those positives, but I I, I can't explain to you a good or or even come up with a good reason for why. They would just say, "Hey, we're we're done here," unless the positives, you know, just came up, and they're, you know, they don't fit in that seven-day window or whatever. If they're saying, "Hey, it's going to go be. past that," it's going to go into a ten to fourteen-day window, then then certainly that would make a lot more sense than just a, you know a group of guys throwing their hands up in the air. The Sooners and West Virginia are not playing because of. Uh, COVID issues within the Mountaineer program. So now Oklahoma turns their attention to the Big 12 championship game against Iowa State, the Big 12 championship game coming up uh, next uh, Saturday, December the 19th at AT&T Stadium. So you, you'll have uh, 11th-ranked Oklahoma and 7th-ranked Iowa State playing for uh, the Big 12 championship game. But, again, I go back and I was just looking at uh, – I, I thought that, you know, that uh, these teams could play that championship date if they were obviously not involved in that game. And so for Texas and Kansas just to be postponed and we're not going to play it, that was just kind of – that was an interesting move, to say the least, uh, as far as I'm concerned. And I'm sure there's a valid reason, and uh, we'll we'll learn about it at some point. But right now, I I don't know unless you're right, unless unless the numbers just won't allow them to have uh, the right amount of players next Saturday on the 19th. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But that, that's unfortunate for – and as you point out, it's even unfortunate for Kansas. It's an opportunity. When, when you're when you're in that position 
every game is an opportunity to try to get better, and that's an opportunity they just lost. Yeah, you only get so many of those opportunities, Tom. And we talked, you know, we've even talked, we've discussed about what A&M is going to do. You know, they're, they're going to they're gonna go play Tennessee next week. I, again, I don't know enough about the positive, uh, how many positive cases they had or the time frame, but certainly it feels like A&M, who's, and, 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 and we know what they've got at stake. They're trying to get in that, they're trying to get in that CFP, you know, conversation, keep themselves relevant. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're going to take every every advantage of that to say, hey, you know what, we are going to go play Tennessee next week. We're going to, even though even though it's the same weekend as the SEC championship game, we're going to go put ourselves in position to get our team better and, and, and to get in, you know, to get in the conversation of, of, of being one of the final four. Yeah, the uh, the Texas game with Kansas has been up in the air, you know, from the from really the beginning of the week when it started leaking out that there was uh, there was issues, and now uh, they're saying that let's see, I got the numbers: thirteen, uh, thir- nine players and thirteen staff members. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, Tom, that's 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 a that's a significant number, you know, when you when you think about that many guys, that many players. Uh, that that is a significant number. So certainly that's something that they're yeah. going to have to evaluate. We don't know from a time frame standpoint what that is, what that means, or or or, or how you're going to navigate through that. So I do think that the University of Texas is in a really really weird, bizarre situation with what they're doing, and and it feels more bizarre when you cancel a game like this, and it's a situation where you could, you know, it, it looks on the outside like you could certainly move it forward and go on with, you know, go on with finishing your season on, on a very high note. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm at a I'm at a loss for words of, of not understanding why Texas can't move that game forward with, with Kansas. Right now, though, I want to hope that, hey, Baylor and, 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 and Oak State, uh, there had been some smoke come out of, of, of the situation in Waco. I, I don't know. Uh, Garrett, have, you, have there been any updates on what, what was said on Twitter earlier about some positive tests coming out of, uh, coming out of Baylor? No, that was the only thing I saw so far, but uh, I'm still looking for confirmed follow-ups coming out of Baylor itself. Well, and, and again, the C- Coach Aranda uh, visited one-on-one today, exclusively one-on-one today with Q. Uh, Q was able to pinch hit for me, and uh, he's got that. And we'll have that conversation coming up in a few minutes. Uh, Gary, uh, what time is it scheduled for? Four o'clock. Four o'clock. So we'll, we're going to get a one-on-one conversation that was recorded uh, earlier today, right, right just before lunch, uh, with uh, Q and Coach Dave Aranda. So we'll get to that coming up in a few minutes. All right. So three forty-three. We're seventeen away from four. This is game time. And by the way, the numbers that uh, the UT is reporting: Chris Del Conte said nine players, thirteen staff members tested positive. And there's also another 14 players and 15 staffers who were identified as close contacts and are all in quarantine. So uh, that those are the numbers. And, uh, you know, so basically they said, hey, this game will not be rescheduled and will be declared a no contest. And uh, the Longhorns will now get ready to go play in a bowl game with a record of 6-3. and three. So that's that's the story there. It's a 344-16, shy of 4 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears close the regular season at home Saturday in a rescheduled game with the Oklahoma State Cowboys. 
4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff with J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, Sean Morris. It's Baylor and Oklahoma State. Big 12 football this Saturday here on ESPN Central Texas. Guys, Christmas gift season is here, and Morrison Gifts has the solution to your gift giving. Morrison's has been Waco's gift solution since 1979 and offers free gift wrapping, free delivery, and offers a great holiday layaway program. Pay half at the time of purchase and the other half before Christmas. At Morrison's Gifts, we also do corporate gifts and gift baskets. A Baylor alumni business, Morrison Gifts is located in the Brazos Place Shopping Center next to Jason's Deli. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vita Mevas. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. TFNB, your bank for life, wants to congratulate the Crawford Pirates on a great football season. We're rooting for you in the playoffs. With five locations in Central Texas, TFNB has been your choice for hometown banking since 1889. Learn more or open an account with us at TFNBTX.com. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Go Pirates! And now, more Christmas tips from Pickup Outfitters of Waco. Guys, you know the big challenge every year is giving your wife some hints on what to get you for your truck for Christmas. So here are a couple suggestions. Hey, honey, I heard Rachel Ray says the hot gift item this Christmas is a brand new grill guard for your truck. I thought that was really interesting because my truck sure could use a grill guard. Or, baby, I sure enjoyed those cute bunny slippers you gave me last Christmas. I was thinking they would look good stepping into my truck on some new Amp Research Power running boards. Or, wow, you really look good in that sweater. The color reminds me of some new catskin leather seats I saw over at Pickup Outfitters. Of course I enjoy going shopping with you. But I was thinking I probably shouldn't until I get a new bed cover for my truck to keep everything dry on the way home. Men, don't just let Christmas happen to you. Drop your hint now that you want something for your truck from Pickup Outfitters. And remember, gift certificates also work. Check out all our current specials online at createacommotion.com. Best row. Wings Pizza and Things in Temple is your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include their two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And make sure to top off your meal with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for the menu. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Small Sandwich Shop. 
Number two Bears took care of Stephen F. Austin last night inside the Ferrell Center, 83-52. Up next for the Bears, number 13 Texas on Sunday. Tonight, the number seven Lady Bears get into conference play at West Virginia. Tip is at 7 o'clock. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. LSU will forego participating in bowl games this season, adding to the list of self-imposed sanctions from the NCAA's investigation and improper booster payments to its football players. Dallas Mavericks plan to release veteran point guard J.J. Barrera today. NFL action tonight, Patriots at the Rams. 720 kickoff on Fox and high school football tonight on our airways Crawford versus Post from Gordon Wood Stadium in Brownwood pregame at 630 on Shooter FM Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Stretch, Garrett, we're glad you're with us as uh, we move along on a, what is this? This, this is Thursday, a Thursday afternoon, yeah, this, Tom this Barfield. Is high I know time's Thursday. flying. Time's flying when you're in that, when you're quarantining yourself. <laughs> it all yeah, starts running together. when you're quarantined. It certainly does. Tick, tick, tick. <laughs> no, it does anything but fly. So, all right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk some high school football, Garrett, and you're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go through these and uh, let's see if we can't pick some winners here. And and uh, I, I guess I gotta admit that maybe I'm on the short end of this thing. Oh, you're finally gonna come to realization with that? <laughs> well, just a <laughs> couple of weeks left. Yeah, I think so. All right, so first game we got it's gonna be Graham versus Gilmer. I am taking Gilmer. Me too, Gilmer. Gilmer's real deal. I'm 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 on him. Nobody wants the steers? No. Not in this matchup. No, I'm going to take the Buckeyes as well. All right. Next game is Jim Ned versus Mount Vernon. I'm going with Jim Ned. I'm going I'm I'm going to go Mount Vernon. Hard to go hard to go away from that from that momentum that they've got right now. Yeah, me too. I they they're coming off that uh, come from behind win over Malakoff. Uh, I I like Mount Vernon in this one. All right, next game is Hallettsville and Lano. I'm going with Hallettsville. I'm going with – I'm going to go with Lano. Crazy as this may sound, I'm going Lano as well. All right. Next game we have is Wascom and Franklin, a rematch of the 2015 state championship, but I'm taking Franklin. I'm, I'm going to take Franklin too. Me, me three, and I, but I think this is a good game, don't you guys? Oh, I that's going to be a heck of a football game. Next game is Crawford and Post. I am taking the Antelopes. Give me Crawford. I am going with the Crawford Pirates as well. All right. Another Thursday night game. It's going to be Martin Falls City. Mart. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. It's not fair to treat them that way. It really isn't, but it's. It's just so funny that you kind of, you don't even really have to put any thought into it, you know. Next game. Well, yeah, I mean, if if anything other than that happens, it's – I mean, come on. Yeah, stop I mean, shocking. Well, and, and, Tom, like you're saying, would that not be – I mean, if they were to lose, would that not be an, a monumental upset? Oh, if they lost to a 3A team, it would be a monumental upset. <laughs> you're right. You're right about that. Next game, we got Duncanville and Harker Heights. Duncanville. 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 All right, another Thursday night game. This one's going to be over at Leo Buckley tonight. Uh, Shoemaker and DeSoto. I'm taking DeSoto. DeSoto. All right. Another one, you got Cedar Hill and Brian. Cedar Hill. Cedar Hill. 
Yeah, but, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm trying to figure out what's the odd team out in that district. Well, mm, that's a good point. Well, it could be this one, uh, Temple and Waxahachie, but I'm still sticking with Temple. Oh, yeah, Temple's going to win. I, I'm talking about the big three, Duncanville, DeSoto, and Cedar Hill. I'm going mm. I'm going Temple, too. But, Tom, I know what you're saying, and you're speaking from experience. You've seen all three of those teams. Up close and personal, and I'm telling you, there's grown men roaming the football field <laughs> on both Duncanville, DeSoto, and Cedar Hill's football teams. I heard Ward say earlier that he was doing the Temple Coach Show last night over at Wings Pizza. They said him and Coach Stewart were talking about, I guess they were doing some picks, and uh, Ward's taking Shoemaker against DeSoto. Well, you know, Ward drinks a lot. <laughs> I, no, that, I'm just is kidding. That, is that how you explain that, Tom? <laughs> I'm just well, kidding. He's not afraid to have my old good drink of liquor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the pickles for this week. There you go. All right, uh, it is uh, 3.53. We're seven away from four. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. But I, my point I was making about the big three in, in the District of Doom, by the way, is what that district is called, referred to, uh, <laughs> is honestly, I, I think Duncanville, DeSoto, and Cedar Hill all have opportunities to win a state championship. And, you know, it's you've, you've got – Duncanville in, in in the big school, and I'm trying to remember. Uh, Waxahachie went little school, didn't they? Yeah, Cedar uh, Hill and Waxahachie went small school. Okay, so Duncanville and DeSoto go out of the big school. So you know they very well could circle back around and play each other. And 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 wouldn't that wouldn't that be wouldn't that be? Uh, it's a little ironic, right, Tom? Is that why you're saying yeah. that? And, and I, but my point being is, I would not be surprised if they do. No, I understand. Circle back around and right. play each other. I think they're that talented, and I think Cedar Hill has a tremendous chance to win the D2 state championship. These three teams are outstanding. Well, I know this. Cedar Hill came, went to Alito and beat Alito in their backyard. Do you, do you need to know a lot more than that? Not much. Right, right. So it, it should be a lot of fun. As, as, and, again, it's it's again with, with COVID and, and – and, the pandemic in 2020 you've got uh you get your 1a's through 4a's winding down and getting ready to to get to at&t for the state championships and then you uh, you've got your 5a's and 6a's just getting started with by district play this week uh, and that's highly it, it it the timing of that it, it it's almost like you I, you mentioned it yesterday and i felt like that's kind of strange. And you mentioned it again today, and I'm like, that's kind of strange. It's just strange the timing and how it's and how it is playing out. It it just it, it's almost hard to it's almost hard to get your breath and think about. They're almost through, and and the big schools are just getting started. It's it's just it is. It's 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 hard to it's hard to get your arms around. All right, uh, three fifty-five. We're five away before this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Big 12 Conference Opener for Scott Drew and the preseason favorite Bears Sunday in the Farrell Center, hosting the Texas Longhorns. 1.30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. It's a 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday for the Bears and the Longhorns. Join Pat Nunley and John Morris for the broadcast of Baylor Big 12 Basketball here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. 
Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Are your office surfaces covered in antimicrobial film that lasts five years for the safety of your employees? Does your office point of entry use a state-of-the-art thermal facial recognition scanner that also takes temperatures? Is it frustrating accessing documents from home that are stored at your office? Now ask yourself what other office technology company in Texas offers these products and services? No one but the premier provider of business technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, and Sean Hunt. 254-772-1600, UBEO.com. The Baylor Club, located inside McLean Stadium, offers ample room to spread out for any event, including business meetings and social gatherings. Host your next function with confidence and let their certified event planner handle all of your requests. With access to a dozen or more spaces throughout McLean Stadium, they can accommodate groups of most sizes in a safe, comfortable, and socially distant setting. Contact the Baylor Club and Rebecca today at 254-710-8076 to inquire about all available options. The staff at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac in Waco loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they are participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign, and they are asking for your help. Now through December 11th, listeners are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to the dealership. Drop it in the bed of the 2021 GMC Sierra pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to the children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase a new or pre-owned vehicle, Richard Carbuick GMC Cadillac will place toys under their Christmas tree for the Marines to distribute in your name. Toys for Tots is an annual program that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joys of Christmas, while also assisting them in becoming responsible, productive, and patriotic citizens. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carbuick GMC Cadillac. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Stretch and uh, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. It's uh, 4 o'clock. 
And our 4 o'clock hour is brought to you by Goodfeet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. And uh, coming up Saturday night, the uh, Baylor Bears will conclude their uh, 2020 football season as they take on the Cowboys of Oklahoma State. And one thing that uh, we were talking about earlier about things you want to take away uh, as you uh, as you go into your offseason, and you pointed out, Stretch, that in the Ohio State game, in the in the Texas Tech game, those were games that they played better, had a chance to win, uh, beat Kansas State, played much better in the second half. Against Oklahoma, uh, not so much on the offensive side of the football. They continue to struggle mightily there. But defensively, they played a lot better and, uh, and, and continue to get better on that side of the football. So for me, when they play the Cowboys, I want to see how they play defensively. I want to see if this is a team that continues to get a little better on that side of the football. Yeah, and, and, and like you said, Tom, I mean, I'll right now, uh, up, up to what we've seen so far in this sample set, I thought Iowa State was about as, as good. They didn't win. And, 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 and didn't finish, but, I mean, think about it. That, that's about as good a football game as I've seen them play. All right, uh, 401, Garrett joins us now. What do we got, Garrett? So, Mac Rose just issued a statement. Um, he said, at this time and in the interest of our student-athletes, coaches, and staff, we have temporarily closed our football facility and are taking all possible precautions. Our focus remains on playing the scheduled game with Oklahoma State at McLean Stadium on December 12th interesting i don't really know how that's going to work well i mean well to, today I, I, I mean today's pretty much situational practice tomorrow walk through uh, I, I i'm sure uh, now you help me tom i mean isn't this doesn't this feel like we're shutting the facility down because we're going to do the contact tracing we're going to go through that kind of that exercise Yeah, it sounds like that. I mean, but again, without, I mean, you just don't know what's going on. The the rumblings was it was maybe an assistant coach or two, Garrett. Is that what we're hearing? Of course, you don't want to speculate. I mean, we yeah, there were there were some rumblings that there were a few assistant coaches that had tested positive, but like I said, that's we don't really know for fact yet. Yeah, we don't have we don't have the facts. So, would you read the statement again, please? Yeah, he said. at this time, and in the best interest of our student-athletes, coaches, and staffs, we have temporarily closed our football facility and are taking all possible precautions. Our focus remains on playing the scheduled game with Oklahoma State at McLean Stadium on December 12th. Okay. Uh, in fact, I'm getting the statement uh, as we speak. It's being emailed to me. Uh, and it is. It, it's a very brief statement, and, and that's a. Uh, that's coming out of the uh, the Baylor football department. So, uh, again, just like uh, Garrett said, Stretch, it says at this time, in the best interest of our student athletes, coaches, and staff, we have temporarily closed our football facility and are taking all possible precautions. Our focus remains on playing the scheduled game with Oklahoma State at McLean Stadium on December the 12th. So, uh, again, we'll just have to keep an eye on this and see where it goes and, 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 and what's happening with within the Baylor football program. Yeah, and I'm sure, Tom. They're they're. I mean, I'm just sure that they're going through their protocols. That that's really the only thing that we can take out of that statement is that they are going through their protocols to go and see, you know, how how, how the tracing is going. All right, uh, 
earlier today, we did have an opportunity to catch up with uh, Dave Aranda, the head coach of the Baylor Bears, and here's the Q's conversation. Coach, as you and the team are prepared and are preparing for this season finale versus Oklahoma State, how excited are the guys in the locker room to have this final game opportunity at McLean Stadium in front of the home crowd? They're excited. They see this as a brand game. Um, you know, I think games were maybe you haven't had the season that you wanted to have. It hasn't met the expectations that you set out for. Um, and it's on the schedule and let, you know, let's play this thing and let's be the brand, man. Let's be, let's be who we are, right. To finish this off and to, um, to build on for next year. I think that's very much the, uh, the thought. I asked Mac this the other day, and I'm just kind of curious your thoughts on with the type of year it's been, the start and stop, games canceled, games postponed. As the head coach, you're, you're the CEO of the team. How difficult is it to kind of evaluate your team, your coaches, players? I mean, everything that goes into to the final product. Well, I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of avenues to evaluate when you can see um, how people handle adversity. You can see how people handle um you know when there is success you can see them under stress um you can see their um their interactions with each other right and um i think when there's just nothing but success at times i think stuff like that can hide but i think when you are when you're fighting the fight all that thing comes to it all comes to light i feel and so there's there's a fair amount of insight that you that can come from it i think we all would like just the normal schedule and the, the, what we're all used to and, and grown accustomed to, but uh, there are advantages in this that uh, you know we must and we will take advantage of. And with all that being said, uh, you know what have you learned about yourself this year, being the first year head coach and really, like I mentioned, the CEO of the whole product? Right. Yeah, I think it's to be comfortable with who you are. I think there's times that that's challenged. Um, I think uh, you really have to spend time on knowing what you believe, um, who you are down to the core, you know, um, what things you're going to stand on a hill and die for, which things um, uh, aren't to that level. And then I think the the mindset, uh, two other things, one of always learning and growing. So going in that you're not, even though there's this preparation and there's, and there's that study, you're not going to know everything. And so taking on the mindset that you're always learning and you're going to learn from your own experience. You're going to learn from coaches on your staffs. You're going to learn from player experience. You're going to learn from just whatever else is happening in the NCAA or pro football and, and really take the time to know what happened there and how it could have been avoided or how, how can we recreate this again, depending on you know the good or bad. And then I think the third thing would be to the ownership mindset, so the ability to own it, right? And so to see your to see your hand in, in everything, right? Whether it was strictly you or maybe just a little bit of you, right? To own that piece, and to um, um, from that from that position, then I think you can really learn and grow from it. But I think those three things come to mind right away. Talking right now with Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda here on ESPN Central Texas. And what do you think was the key for the defense, really being able to come in and gel as quickly as they did this season, learning what they needed to learn and learning what you and Coach Roberts wanted them to do? I think um, from the very beginning, and, and this has been, you know, I think that Kansas State game was a bit of a, 
uh, an aberration. I think without the Kansas State game, I think we would look at this as kind of a, just a continuation, um, a, um, a build, so to speak. And so, um, I mean, I don't know. I kind of see it that way. And so there was a limited game plan, which was good. And then there was, it was very specific and it was, uh, it was detail oriented. And from the very beginning of the week, it was, Hey, if we do these things, we're going to play well. And those things were, were, um, it wasn't just, you know, what you're doing. It was more importantly, how you're doing it. And that was stressed throughout the week. And, um, you know, when it came to game time, that's that's what occurred. And I think any time it's laid out that way, in in a way that's um, cohesive and connected and um, detailed, I think our kids are going to gravitate to that and knock it out. And we're, we're aiming to try to do that again. Earlier this week, I asked you about the offensive line and the inconsistencies that it's had this season. H- how do you work on that as a unit? How do you try to improve that kind of moving forward? Will that be an area eff- emphasis throughout the uh, even the off season? Yeah, I think you know individually you look at um, what's holding guys back, and so per guy, you know strengths and weaknesses and what's holding back, and whether you know how can we attack that from just a, a character standpoint and just, um, um, you know, some inner work standpoint. And then looking at um, um, techniques, looking at uh, a focus or an emphasis on drills that can uh, address, you know, shortcomings or, mis- or common mistakes. Um, and so individually you're getting the player and the person. And then I think, you know, collectively, it's it's really honing in on a few things and not and not really um, expanding um, expanding a, a run package, uh, but really kind of narrowing down a run package so that the work you're putting in is consistent and builds as opposed to dilutes when you're not able to have uh, all of the answers based upon, you know, we're only repping it versus this look or we're only going to check to it versus this blitz. And so I think eliminating those things and getting it to where, hey, this is us, no matter what comes out these gates, we got it. I think I think that um, can be calming and that can be instructive to guys that are working to play together. Do you think that that's how the Larry Fedora-led offense is really going to kind of take off once that O-line all gels and gets on the same page? I believe so. I think, that, you know, the pass protection, I think there's been some positive signs there. I think um, while it still hasn't been what you'd like it to be, I think it's been improved. I think the running game, um, we're still, we're, we got one more game here to get them, to get some improvement and we need it. And we're, we're fighting to get it. Talking right now with Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda and just got a couple more questions for you. And it's just about this upcoming game coming up on Saturday versus Oklahoma State at McLean Stadium. And OK State's coming in a little bit wounded. Uh, they don't have all their big time players available, but it's still going to be a tough game. No doubt about it. Uh, in your opinion, what will be the biggest keys to this game? What are you seeing from the Cowboys? You know, I have a lot of respect for their coaches, their defensive coordinator, Coach Knowles. I've met with multiple times uh, there when I was at, at um, my previous school and um, when he was at Duke and then uh, there those first couple of years there at Oklahoma State just um, very smart very um, um, uh, very curious I think is always wanting to uh, 
to get better and find new ways and new things. And, you know, he's a good motivator. And so I feel like um, he'll have his charges ready to play. Um, they're awfully aggressive. I think some of the things that, uh, that we've struggled with, um, they like to do. And so I think uh, we spent, we've spent a lot of time this week preparing for that. I think offensively, you know, it's very much a, um, in terms of scheme, very, very much a numbers count. So if the box is loaded, they're going to take isolation throws. If the box is light, they're going to run the ball. And, uh, you know, I think when you get into more of the film, I mean, they really want to run the ball. And, um, you know, they've got backs um, that can stick their foot in the ground and take it all away. And so I think, like, our, our ability to be focused with the task at hand and to start fast, I feel, is really critical to set the tone and and say that, hey, this is what it is and this is where we're going and um and see, you know, uh, who wants to fight for that for the rest of the four quarters. I think that's that's important to get off uh to start the game off. And so we're we're working towards that. It's been a good week of practice. Excited to see what's what's going to come. And, and final question for you, and I know you don't do this for you know to self satisfaction or any of that. You're you're trying to prepare your your players to be successful, and you want wins for them. But uh, finishing off the game at McLean or season off at McLean Stadium, how special would it be for you, the players, the team, the program, to finish it off with a win at McLean Stadium Saturday night? I want it for our players and our coaches and our fans. Um, I want it for our family, you know for our players' family and for our coaches' family. And I just look at, you know, I, I look at the, our, our our support system here, you know, and just everyone that has sacrificed. I think this this has been hard for, for most everybody. And so um, to finish off with a win, I think, will be a positive at the end of um, a string of negative things. And I think it would be a good start to uh, what's about to come. No, no doubt about it, Coach. Well, I definitely appreciate your time. Uh, good luck to you and your team Saturday night. We'll be there and be ready to uh, talk to you following the game. Okay, I appreciate you. Thank you. Great job by Q uh, as he visits with uh, Dave Aranda as the uh, Bears get ready to roll here on Saturday night. And, and again, guys, uh, the, uh, the Bears have closed the football facility, so uh, – the game is still scheduled. We don't want to, to, to mislead anybody, but we also want to be honest about it. it. It does not look promising right now, Stretch. Yeah, so much uncertainty. So, so so much uncertainty, and I'm not sure. I You know, I, guys, it's – Tom, we talked about earlier, you know, we talked about the Longhorns in Kansas. We've talked about Oklahoma, West Virginia. It, it It's strange because you get – you know, you get right to – something that really clits, you know, sits close to home, which is your, obviously your personal situation, and now what's going on at Baylor. All right, it's 14 after 4. Let's uh, take a second. We are going to talk about our good friends over at Shorty's Pizza Shack. Uh, they are open for carryout. They are open, I guess, for dine-in as well. You know, their uh, their dough is, is made fresh daily. Their marinara is homemade. Their toppings, such as hamburger and sausage, they're made in-house with absolutely no filler, no additives, no artificial flavoring. And, of course, uh, they've got amazing, I do mean amazing wings. They have a special sauce I think you can order. Sickle and it's sauce. called, what is it called? Sickle sauce. It is called Sickle sauce, Stretch. Garrett says you got to have the Sickle sauce. 
<laughs> it doesn't sound like there's any other choices to Garrett. Sick'em sauce. No, that's the only nope. choice. He, he, he says that's the route he goes. And, he, you know, and I, I know the drill. The, you know, the wife and, and, and daughter get salads, and, and then he, he and the son, they go for the – for the pizza pie on the wings and and everybody's everybody is content and happy when they go to shorty's pizza shack they're at 12th and bagby they're owned by four baylor alums and and we uh we invite you to go by there check them out tell them we sent you you can also check them out on on their website you can also uh check them out on instagram or twitter and, and you know just a re- really cool place right off of campus 12th and bagby it is shorty's pizza shack this weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a mild night across central Texas with lows reaching the mid-50s with increasing cloud cover and a chance of showers and storms after midnight. Friday will start off with temperatures in the lower to mid-60s. There's a 60% chance of showers and storms before noon. There's a chance of strong storms in the afternoon and evening ahead of a cold front on Friday. Highs will briefly reach the lower 70s in the afternoon. Saturday will be cooler with highs in the upper 50s and mostly sunny skies. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 539 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. So one time I was given some kind of gift that was something that you would use. It was like one of those things that you find on the infomercials mm-hmm. where you put your hand on it and it's like a button and it's supposed to be able to... To where you can grab st- it's things like a in claw. a small area. Yeah. yeah. It looked like the thing that was in... You remember Total Recall? <laughs> and, the th- and, and when they pulled that thing out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's nose, mm-hmm. that's what it looked like. And I'm like, I'm not gonna... I'm never gonna stick something up my nose. Unnecessary Roughness. Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on ESPN in Central Texas. It's Al from the Good Feet Store. If you've been suffering with knee, hip, or back pain, the problem may be right under your nose. Your whole body is supported by your feet. If they're out of alignment, that could cause issues in your knees, hips, and even your back. The Good Feet System helps put your feet in their ideal position. Just stop in. Meet with one of our specialists who will personally fit you with the perfect arch support system. You walk around, try them for free, and then you decide if they work for you before you buy. How great is that? at the Good Feet Store in Waco near Cabela's. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. And now, more Christmas tips from Pickup Outfitters of Waco. Guys, you know the big challenge every year is giving your wife some hints on what to get you for your truck for Christmas. So here are a couple suggestions. Hey, honey, I heard Rachel Ray says the hot gift item this Christmas is a brand new grill guard for your truck. I thought that was really interesting because my truck sure could use a grill guard. Or, baby, I sure enjoyed those cute bunny slippers you gave me last Christmas. I was thinking they would look good stepping into my truck on some new Amp Research Power running boards. Or, wow, you really look good in that sweater. The color reminds me of some new catskin leather seats I saw over at Pickup Outfitters. Of course I enjoy going shopping with you. But I was thinking I probably shouldn't until I get a new bed cover for my truck to keep everything dry on the way home. Men, don't just let Christmas happen to you. Drop your hint now that you want something for your truck from Pickup Outfitters. And remember, gift certificates also work. Check out all our current specials online at createacommotion.com. 
Don't miss the real Texas Gun Show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show is a place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with the large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Their vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas, and the variety is so big you don't want to miss it. If they don't have it, they'll make it. The next Real Texas Gun Show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. Social distancing will be enforced and a temperature check will be conducted at the door. At Community Bank and Trust, the term mobile community refers to all of our banking platforms. Online banking, mobile apps, mobile browser banking, even voice banking. No matter what device you're on, you'll be able to complete any banking function. We've taken customer account access and convenience to the next level. With Community Bank and Trust, enjoy state-of-the-art banking anywhere, anytime, on any device. Member FDIC. It is game time. You're all access pass to Central Texas sports. It's Glenn Stretch Smith, Tom Barfield, and our main man, Garrett Ross, who I think uh, Ward is sitting in for him right now. Ward, I appreciate you helping us out. And we're now joined by Cody Webster, the professional bullfighter from the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. Cody, how you doing today? Man, it's going great. Just uh, hanging out here in the big town of Arlington and getting ready for, for another round. That's awesome. Tell me now, I, 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 you're going to have to educate me a little bit. It's professional bullfighter. It's it, it's rodeo a cowboy protector. How, how do we how, how do we address who you are right now? Because I know there, there's been some transition with how, how they're referring to you guys these days. Well, I mean, you, you kind of nailed it on the head there. We're uh, referred to as bullfighters in the arena, but we're uh, – Kind of the the cowboy protection is what we're there for is to distract these animals when these guys uh, get off in a bad bad spot or uh, if the guy even makes a qualified ride we still have to get in there and set that bull out of the spin so he can he can dismount correctly without getting hung up and uh, at at times it can be easy as just simple you know distracting the animals and then there's times we actually got to step in and take a hit. <laughs> And, and, and tell, tell us what happened Saturday night now, because I know that, 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 that was a tough one. Am I, am I referring to the right night that you, you took a pretty good shot? Yeah, it was round three. Uh, just kind of a routine uh, deal going on there. That bull was bucking, and Clayton Sellers got on the end of his arm and ended up putting him in a bad spot on the ground there. And, uh, I was running in there just to, to try to – I knew things were going to get tight, but the momentum was coming at me so hard. And, that bull, instead of dropping his head and kind of hitting me in my lower part of my body, he, he kind of brought his head up and then horn ended up catching me in my mouth and uh, broke broke a tooth off pretty bad and uh, bloodied my lip pretty good. But, uh, you know, it was just the next bull later. I mean, just minutes later, we had to step in, we had to knock out. And uh, when them guys are down and knocked out on the arena floor, we've got to go to work and get them bulls out of the arena. So there wasn't no time to sit back and, and worry about yourself. It was just time to go to work. <laughs> Talking to professional bullfighter Cody Webster, who is currently, I believe, tonight would be night eight of the national finals rodeo. This would be the be the eighth performance. I, I know uh, with the rodeo having shifted, coming from Vegas to uh, to Arlington, Cody, tell tell me a little bit about the difference in 
the Thomas and Mac, the arena that you're, you're in now, and, and, and quite frankly, you know, kind of the feel that you've gathered around the rodeo and, the, and, and, you know, what is the Cowboys' Super Bowl moving from Vegas to Arlington during this situation. Tell us a little bit about the different feel and then the difference in the arena and, and kind of how you've gone about your business nightly with what you're doing, you know, during the bull riding. Well, it, it's changed considerably. I mean, there's it is NFR and the buck and shoots are yellow, but as far as as far as that goes, everything else is completely different. I mean, you're talking the Thomas and Mac right there in Vegas that'll hold oh roughly eighteen thousand people, and I mean they're sitting on top of you. you. I mean, the energy is just out the door crazy. I mean, it's it's everything that makes Vegas, you know, plus the bright lights and everything that goes on at night. So. Uh, moving here to Texas, obviously I didn't have a 16-hour drive, so the two-and-a-half-hour drive from Oklahoma was really great. But, uh, you know, the, the energy is quite different. This, You know, obviously the, the Globe Life is set up to play baseball, so as far as, you know, hanging speakers and doing everything that they do to, at a normal event, we don't get to do here. So, you know, all the music, all the announcers and everything is blasting, uh, you know, throughout the stands. Well, with the arena being so big and the stands so far away from us, you can't hear the announcers, you can't hear the music. So it literally is a completely different feel and a different vibe. But it's the best Cowboys in the world. It's the best stock in the business. And uh, regardless of where we're at or what we're doing, we still got to step up and do our job. Sure, and that, and obviously you're doing a heck of a job with that, Cody, Cody Webster, professional bullfighter, who, again, is – taking it to the next level at, at the national finals here in Arlington, Texas. Cody, tell us a little bit about now the, the, the way that rodeo has changed. And I'm saying what you do from the past really, you know, 10 years ago, it didn't feel like that, you know, you guys were being, you know, you weren't, you weren't doing, how am I going to say this? It wasn't as magnified back then as what you do now. I mean, I see all three of you guys, I, I, I love rodeo, I watch rodeo, but I mean, all three of you are right there to step in as soon as it happens. Now, 15, 20 years ago, it didn't, it, it didn't seem like you guys played as big a role. So how, how have you transitioned into what you do today versus what, you know, kind of the rodeo clown back 20 years ago and, and what his job was versus what your job to do today is? Well, it, it's just like anything. I mean, it's all evolved. I mean, rodeo itself has evolved. It's a growing sport. I feel like it's leaps over bounds, just growing considerably every year. And uh, along with that comes the evolution of, of the bucking stock, the bulls that we're fighting and riding. And, you know, these bulls are <clears throat> some of the most – this is the best bulls in the business that's at the NFR. So everything's happening right there quick and tight. Uh, it's the best bulls going with the best guys. So uh, we've we've had to step our game up, you know. 15, 20 years ago, the bulls were, uh, there was some some breeding going on behind the the scenes, but so to say, most of the bulls were just coming out of the cell barns. It was just kind of like the freaking natures that that would actually buck. Now these bulls are like racehorses. They're bred for this. This is what they do day in and day out, and it's evolved. So we've got to be on time, and we've got to be ready to go. And, you know, here at the NFR this year with the circumstances of 2020, uh, these guys have not got to go to near as many rodeos, so your your heavy contenders didn't get to quite make a big a lead coming into the finals as what we've seen in the past few years. So 
you know, in the bull riding, one through eight right now has the opportunity to be a world champion at, on Saturday night. So everybody's hanging on a little bit longer. They're trying a little bit harder, knowing that they're, they can reach out there and be a world champion. And uh, not to mention, they're going for $27,000 a night. So you total that up over 10 nights, that's a heck of a week. And uh, it just kind of makes a good recipe that when they, they try that little bit harder, they're going to land a little bit closer and more underneath them bulls. And that's why things have been so tight for us all this week. And uh, it seems like every night the we've had to step up and, and, and take care of somebody. So it's uh, just kind of part of the game, but we were – voted on and selected by these guys to be here to protect them and uh that's what they deserve oh good for you cody webster professional bullfighter cody tell me a little bit about your 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 fighting school kind of what you do and 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 how you teach the young and up and coming you you know young man obviously you got to be so athletic to be able to run from these bulls and and understand the mannerisms and all those things talk to us a little bit about your bullfighting school and 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 kind of what you do and what time of year you put that on well it's uh it's cody webster's bull school and uh you can go to codywebsterbullfighting.com and that's where you're going to find uh, my website. And uh, there's a tab on there, Chain Click, that is the Bull School. And that's where young bullfighters or, or people that's, you know, we've had football players. We've had lots of really cool people come through and, and send in applications. And it all goes into my email. And, uh, you know, I think the biggest success behind my, my Bull School is just the fact that, uh, you know, we're, we've got social media nowadays. So when these kids are sending in their, their applications, I'll actually go through and categorize my beginners with my beginners, uh, guys that's been fighting for a couple years together, and then, you know, the guys that are just coming in to tune up or or just kind of fix some bad habits, we'll put them guys together. Also, on, on the flip side of that, it's there at my ranch. So we've got our own arena. We've got our own stock to fight, fighting cows, fighting bulls. Uh, they're the Spanish bloodline that you see the Matadors fighting over in Spain, and it's just a really neat deal because I can categorize them and beginners all together, and then I've got a certain set of cows or bulls that will fight for the beginners, and it's always matching that student up to have success. You know, it's like anything. You, you throw a, a, a young guy out into an NFL, uh, you know, line, and he's going to get demolished. And it's the same way with these bulls. If you just overload a overmatch a kid, uh, he's going to have no chance to get a success or, or even get a, to decide if he wants to have a chance to do this or not. So behind the bull school, that's the biggest success of it. But, uh, man, it's just bringing in young students that are wanting to get into the sport. And, uh, you know, I'm a firm believer if we can get these, these kids hooked on, you know, rodeo and bullfighting and, uh, versus the, the other way of life, I think it's a, it's a win for all of us. Well, that's awesome, and it's awesome what you do and how you how you teach these young kids. I know, I, like you were saying, I I, I kind of keep up with it a little bit, but I I know the way that you like you were saying this bucking stock and how they're breeding the 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 good throwing mama to the big time daddy, and and then you find out three or four years later you're having to you're having to go out and fight that bull. That's that's it's awesome. It's awesome what you're doing and. Uh, you guys are you guys are unbelievable athletes, and listen, I appreciate you jumping on with us today on ESPN Central Texas, taking time out of your Super Bowl for rodeo and come on and talk to us. Cody Webster, I appreciate your time today, buddy. Best of luck. Man, guys, thanks for having us on, and uh, thanks for the support. No problem. There he goes, Cody Webster, professional bullfighter. I tell you what, 
guys, I, I I'm not sure if uh, I'm not sure if my boy Garrett. I know he's got a little <laughs> cowboy in him, but I don't think he'd ever want to run from one of these bulls. So you know what? We'll on that note right there, we'll send it to break. It's ESPN Central Texas game time, and we'll be right back. It's the Big 12 Conference Opener for Scott Drew and the preseason favorite Bears Sunday in the Farrell Center, hosting the Texas Longhorns. 1.30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. It's a 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday for the Bears and the Longhorns. Join Pat Nunley and John Morris for the broadcast of Baylor Big 12 Basketball here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchie Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchie Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchie Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchie Group at 1-800-258-8302. Only Fox 44's Mike LaPointe has the weather rate seal of approval for the most accurate forecast in Central Texas. What is weather rate? It's an independent organization that monitors forecasts for accuracy. From storms and wind to sunny skies and extreme heat, they track it all. So when you're preparing for your day, trust Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe and the Fox 44 Storm Team to give you the most accurate forecast every time. Fox 44 News, weather rate certified. Central Texas most accurate forecast. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Crawford will take on 13-0 post tonight in Brownwood. And Coach Jacobs talked about the task at hand facing a defense that has given up just six points in their past six games. Well, it's really a smothering defense. It's very similar to ours. It's just they're more of an attacking-style defense. You know, they've got good players to begin with. <laughs> Those good players working together and everybody on the field defensively really understands their scheme and what their role is. And, you know, when you know that and you, you 
trust your teammate next to you, you can pin your ears back and get after it. So they know that how to do that very well. Pre-game starts at 6.30. It can be heard on 92.9 Shooter FM. Two Big 12 games set for Saturday have been canceled due to COVID. Oklahoma and West Virginia, along with Texas and Kansas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Stretch and Ward White's in with us, and we're glad to have Ward alongside. As Garrett, uh, I think Garrett wanted to go sign up for that uh, bullfighting school, so that's where he's off in, <laughs> in running. Did, did you notice the, the text messages, Stretch, that we were getting uh, from, uh, from Garrett? I did. Can you see Garrett in one of those flat bill hats running from one of those bulls? I mean, i tell you what, that'd be – that, I mean, that would be worth the price of admission to be able to watch him get out there in his in his in his flat bill and his flip flops and try to run from one of these bulls. And that's exactly what he would be doing. And I kept noticing when Cody was talking with us, he kept referring to the the best cowboys in the business and the best stock in the business. But clearly, these these bullfighters and these guys that are in the ring to protect, they're the best as well. And you know, he's he's being very modest, but. Uh, these are the very best in the business. Boy, and I mean, I, I don't know. I know, you, Tom, you a rodeo fan, but, I mean, if you watch these guys and you watch what they do and how they kind of go about their business every night during the bull riding, it's amazing how they step in in front, in front, in front of that animal that is mad and going 100 miles an hour. It, it really is. It's uh, – what they do is is as athletic as anything you'll see as far as how they can maneuver and where they can run and how they, you know, how, just what they do. And then to step right in and, you know, protect those cowboys and, and distract that bull, it is. It's amazing. It, it You know, I, 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 when I first wanted to have him on, I thought, okay, well, do I really want to ask Tom about having – a bullfight, and then I was like, okay, Tom will get it, and okay, this is as athletic as it comes, and I, I love having an opportunity to talk to those guys, especially when, you know, the national finals is going on, and it's their Super Bowl, and, you know, we've had Trevor Brazil on, we've had Tuff Cooper, and, and both those guys were really good interviews, but Cody Webster and what they do, I mean, <laughs> it's amazing, and they, they, they are, they're big-time athletes. Yeah, and, and again, it's in Arlington, uh, going on uh, through Saturday, and we don't know if it'll ever come back to Texas. I mean, I, I know that they were very pleased with it being in uh, in, in Las Vegas at the Thomas and Mack, and so you know, to have the opportunity for it to be, you know, 90 miles to the north of us. I know I've, we've had several friends that have gone to uh, multiple performances of the rodeo, and, and they're just thrilled to death with what uh, what's taking place and what they've seen, and, and and how much fun they've had, and. So you know, uh, we're glad that they're, uh, we're glad that the uh, the rodeo is in Texas. We're glad it's in Arlington, and and uh, to have these guys on, to have an opportunity to have these guys on, is uh, is a lot of fun. All right, uh, it's time now for our Baylor basketball report, and our Baylor basketball reports brought to you by Community Bank and Trust, your hometown community bank since 1952, still locally owned and independent. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Last night, the Bears uh, played a tune-up. Their final tune-up before conference play was to is to begin, and the Bears defeated a very good Stephen F. Austin team, 83-52. to 
Nice win for the Bears to move to 4-0. Stephen F. Austin falls to 3-1. One of the big differences uh, in the game is what you're going to see, I think, night in and night out with this Baylor basketball team, and that's bench production. Baylor's bench produced 43 points. Stephen F. Austin, 13 points. 43-13, the Bear bench outscores Stephen F. Austin's bench. Now, one thing Stephen F. Austin was able to do that I guarantee you Scott Drew's not real thrilled about is uh, SFA out-rebounded the Bears 33 to 28, and I promise you that doesn't sit well with Scott Drew. But all in all, a Bears win over Stephen F. Austin. It's a good win, and and uh, Scott Drew talked about the game uh, afterwards last night. I, I can tell you, coming in when we knew we were going to play SFA, um, uh, Coach Keller does an unbelievable job with this team. They're 28 and three last year, 18 game win streak last three years. One at LSU, one at Baylor, one at Duke. So um, eight returning uh, 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 players from last year's team, a ton of seniors and juniors um so we we knew that uh, we had our work cut out for us and coming off finals uh was was obviously worried about the players energy and and just uh the rhythm with not practicing as much but i thought they did a great job and that run at the end of the first half and the beginning of the second half really was uh uh, uh the difference so the Bears win last night over Stephen F. Austin, and now the Bears get ready to take on the Texas Longhorns this Sunday. And, and uh, Coach Drew was asked about the early start in conference play, only having played, what, four games. So you got to get ready for that. And then you're playing a very talented Texas Longhorn team that's ranked in the top 20. It's, it's not ideal for any of us coaches especially in the big 12 because i think we do such a great job in supporting one another in the non-conference and um uh, once conference play begins that that all kind of ends so uh and what we do in the non-conference depends determines how many teams we likely are to get in the tournament so uh i know again uh uh we're starting conference early it's different for all of us but with covid you, 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 we definitely understand that why we're doing it um as far as texas goes they've been one of the most impressive teams in the country i know uh, ken palm analytics last i saw had them fourth i don't know where they're at now but uh shock has done a great job with them they're uh um, got great players but uh, they have experience now and they're really playing uh, how how uh, Coach Smart wants them to play, and hence they're off to a great start. So it'll be Texas and the Baylor Bears coming up on Sunday afternoon, and, of course, we'll have it for you right here on ESPN Central Texas. You know, Glenn, yesterday you were talking about whether it was football, whether it was basketball. These guys are just thrilled that they're they're having the opportunity to play. Yeah, just, just getting the chance to get out there and – you know, Tom. I know you. You realize this. I mean, you've been in the you've been in the sports business your whole life, and as a young man, you played. I mean, you you work all year just to have, you know, three or four, five, fifteen, twenty opportunities to to get out there and showcase what you can do. And when we went through all of the issues of the states, you know, kind of at home orders. I mean, all the things that have been going on. I think about what. Think about a young man in California. They still they have played no high school football. They've still not gone to school out there. I mean, can you imagine how when you put all that time in and you work so hard and we talk to these young people about dedication and about what it takes to, you know, kind of take yourself to the next level and, you know, everybody. And, and you know, I have a 14-year-old son being able to say, you know what, your goal is to earn that college scholarship. Go work hard enough to – to be able to 
uh, get yourself in position to put your life in the fast track and, and, and get that scholarship and go do those things. And you put in all that work and, you, you know, you give that effort. You get up and you have to do all those things during the summer. You do all that running. Again, you, you do all that training, and when you don't have the opportunity, it is such it, – it's got to be such a letdown. It's unbelievable. And the fact that they are getting the opportunity when they didn't think they weren't, I mean, I just think that propels you in life, and it changes your whole attitude. Well, that's exactly what Scott Drew talked about after the game as well, is be uh, be happy with the opportunity to play. Well, I think they laugh every time I give them updates, uh, <laughs> like what we got now. Um, so, and obviously, depending on when the update, they know if there's a game or no game. And uh, um, But as, as, as we've all noticed, too, it's a blessing every time we get a chance to play. And when you know it's game day and the ball's going to get tipped, I mean, you got to make the most of it because uh, uh, um, I can tell you they'd much rather be playing games right now than uh, practicing. That is Scott Drew talking about the, the opportunity to play basketball, and that's exactly what you were talking about, Glenn. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you want you want a chance to play instead of a chance to practice. I don't care if you split the team up, but you're still ultimately you're still scrimmaging against one another. You want to see someone else. You want to go compete against someone else, and you just want that opportunity, Tom. That's it. So the Bears are going to open up conference play on Sunday afternoon at 1.30 when they take on the Texas Longhorns, or 2 o'clock, rather. Our broadcast will begin Sunday at 1.30. And, of course, the Lady Bears open up conference play tonight, a 6 p.m. tip-off and a 5.30 broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas. That is our uh, weekly basketball update from the Baylor men's side. It's brought to you by Community Bank and Trust, your hometown community bank since 1952. Still locally owned and independent member FDIC, equal housing, lender this is game time on espn central texas our four o'clock hour of service of good feet in the central texas marketplace walk-ons athletes put everything they've got into the game walk-on sports bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of louisiana catch all your teams on over 70 big screen tvs dig into our mouth-watering louisiana cuisine like po'boys gumbo and voodoo shrimp plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads it's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave walk-on sports bistro we live for this 2020 is almost over, and what better way to finish it off than with the Big Finish event? Going on now at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. We're giving the gift of employee pricing on all new Ram Lone Star 1500s, and with new Ram Heavy Duties on the way, we have drastically reduced all remaining 2020 2500s and 3500s. Only at Cameron Autoplex can you get legendary pricing on a legendary truck. Hurry in while the getting is good during the Big Finish event at Cameron Autoplex, where it's always cheaper in Cameron. Today is your chance to make your home more affordable. Let InCommons Bank help you refinance your home and save you thousands of dollars. Now is the time to refinance with historically low rates available. InCommons Bank works with you to make the approval process fast, usually in as little as 24 hours. We make the process quick and easy, often closing in as little as 30 days. Competitive rates, excellent service with local decision making. Visit InCommonsBank.com mortgage or come see me, Regina. InCommons Bank member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
ESPN Central Texas brings you the Holiday Chill, sponsored by Coors Light. You can enter for a chance to win a Yeti prize by snapping a picture of a Coors Light display at your nearest store and text it along with your name and keyword CHILL to 254-662-1660. Weekly winners selected every Friday on ESPN, and one lucky winner will receive the grand prize of 40-inch flat screen TV. Coors Light, keeping Texas chill throughout the holidays. Celebrate responsibly. Must be 21 or older to participate. No purchase necessary. Details at Centex. SportsFan.com. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal Housing. Lender. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Crawford will take on 13-0 post tonight in Brownwood. And Coach Jacobs talked about the task at hand facing a defense that has given up just six points in their past six games. Well, it's really a smothering defense. It's very similar to ours, but that's just they're more of an attacking-style defense. You know, they've got good players to begin with. <laughs> Those good players working together and everybody on the field defensively really understands their scheme and what their role is. And, you know, when you know that and you, you trust your teammate next to you, you can pin your ears back and get after it. So they know that how to do that very well. Pre-game starts at 6.30. It can be heard on 92.9 Shooter FM. Two Big 12 games set for Saturday have been canceled due to COVID. Oklahoma and West Virginia, along with Texas and Kansas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 449, we're level away from five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Stretch, Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we roll through this uh Thursday afternoon again, we'll have Lady Bear basketball coming your way at 5.30 this afternoon here on ESPN Central Texas. Down the hall on our sister station, 92.9 Shooter FM, it's the Crawford Pirates in the state semifinals against Post, and that's a 6.30 broadcast with a 7 o'clock kickoff. And uh, there's also uh, there's also NFL football coming up tonight as well, Stretch, as, as week 14 begins. We just finished week 13 Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, the NFL's getting them in, brother. Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Monday night doubleheader. You're exactly right. I it ought to be a heck of a game though tonight. I mean, Rams Patriots. This should be this should be a really good matchup. Both of them playing pretty well right now, aren't they? Oh, both of them playing really good football. I, you know, you saw how New England basically goes in and 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 plays the Chargers. And I think I want to say that uh, Cam Newton had less than 80 yards passing. And if I told you that, would you ever have imagined it would be a 45 nothing, or just a 
butt whipping, for lack of a better term. They whipped them in every phase of the game. And now, you know, it looks like they stayed out west, practice at UCLA, having to, you know, turn around and play L.A. out there or, or have play the Rams out there. Both teams in L.A. obviously play the Rams out there, and they're playing really well. And then I think the Rams are, are really hit, starting to hit their stride, some things that Jared Goff's doing, how they're, how they're playing. And we know, we know Aaron Donald, Ramsey. I mean, they're really good on the defensive side. So this should be a heck of a football game tonight. And uh... – That'll be coming up tonight. And then, of course, uh, the Cowboys will play the Cincinnati Bengals on uh, Sunday. So uh, Andy Dalton will get to play his old team, and that'll be interesting. Uh, And I don't know that we're going to get to it today. we got so many activities going on. But there's a a weekly or a daily program, actually, the Cowboys do called the, 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 uh, the, the, the Cowboy Blitz, or the Cowboy Report, rather. And, uh, I was listening to it. I was getting it ready for the show today and listening to it. And one of the crazy things about it was uh, was it was Andy Dalton in his frustration stretch. And, and exactly what I mentioned yesterday, the Cowboys' ability to move the football in the game but only come away with ten points. They, they, they didn't get them in as good a position as they needed to get into for for field goals and they certainly didn't score touchdowns and that drove him it drove him nuts i mean he was just beside himself that they were able to to have success moving the football but they weren't able to finish drives and that was one of the things that uh, you know that i that you and i talked about yesterday yeah and when you're not able uh, like you're saying tom you combine that with missing three field goals and you're not going to you know, obviously Andy Dalton's not going to point and say, hey, we left nine points out there by not being able to convert, you know, in, the, in those field goal situations or not being able to execute on special teams. That that's, that's disheartening. But like you said, I mean, when you move the football down the field and you're not able to stick it in the end zone scoring a touchdown, you do. You come off the field somewhat deflated, and I'm sure that that's what he was referring to because guess what? This defense hadn't played well all year and knowing that you're going to have to go out and score, you know, 35 points to win football games, it starts to be a big burden on you, and it starts to wear on you. And when you're not converting those, you know, red zone situations into touchdowns, and on top of that, you ma- it's magnified by not being able to kick field goals, you, you know it's frustrating, and you know that offense is really frustrated. So when they're going through practice in in, in – preparing for Cincinnati, what what can they do or what can they do differently to, to try to finish these drives and put them in the end zone? Well, you got I mean, what you got to try to do is, and, and, and I hate to say this, but you got to try to continue to run the football. I mean, you've got everything right now that the Cowboys can do is set up off a of play action. They've got, they're not good enough in the offensive line to just say, hey, I tell you what, we're going to roll it back here, five with a hitch, seven-step drop, and let it go down the field, that's not going to work. So they've got to do everything off of boots, waggles, some play action. And when you're not able to do that and you're not able to get the safeties to come down and get yourself in one-on-one situations outside, combine that with the field being condensed. If it is, it's hard to stick it in the end zone, and those are things they're going to have to continue to work on in order to hopefully convert some of these red zone situations. All right, 4.54, we're six away from five. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Stretch, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. There's more to come when we continue here on a Thursday afternoon from ESPN Central Texas. 
This is Dallas Cowboys football 2020. Ten. Buckle up, everybody. Only heard here. Snap is back. A little pressure. Pops over the middle. Intercepted Jalen Smith. All season. 45, 40. Coming right. Jalen Smith down the sideline. Ten. And triple the four. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Cincinnati Bengals. Live from Paul Brown Stadium on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. One step at a time, America's moving forward. Life is opening up, and the Good Feet Store has two. With safety measures in place, we're ready to serve you. See what they can do for you with the free arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store in Waco, located near Cabela's. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchi Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Coors Light, mountain cold refreshment, made to chill after the short but cold beer run from hot tub to cabin. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. With more and more employees officing from their homes, how is your business pivoting during this unique time? Let the premier provider of technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, conduct a free business technology assessment for your organization. Our professional analysts will understand your organization's unique document workflow. You will get a 360-degree view of all your document-related expenses, as well as see your employees' challenges and areas in need of improvement. Call Sean Hunt at 254 to 1600ubeo.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. The staff at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac in Waco loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign, and they're asking for your help. Now through December 11th, listeners are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to the dealership and dropping it off in the bed of the 2021 GMC era pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. 
Also, if you purchase a new or pre-owned vehicle, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac will place toys under their Christmas tree for the Marines to distribute in your name. Toys for Tots, an annual program that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas, while also assisting them in becoming responsible, productive, and patriotic citizens. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. It is game time. You're all access past to Central Texas Athletics. It's Glenn Stretch Smith, Tom Barfield, and Garrett Ross. We are pleased to be joined now by former Dallas Cowboy running back Calvin Hill. Calvin, how are you today? Okay, Glenn. How how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Couldn't be better down here in, the, in in God's country, and it's a beautiful day, about 80 degrees today. And I, uh, I, I, don't I, I know you it. understand Texas weather. Let me ask you, Calvin, before we uh before we kind of get started here, what are your? I, and I know you were with the Cowboys forever in a in in a player programs role. I know you know these players. Uh, you've in a way, even when I was there, you had a great feel and a great understanding of what these what these guys go through. And you're speaking from experience yourself. But as a as you approach this thing, a three and nine football team, uh, they've had tons of injuries. T- tell me what your thoughts on on the direction of of the Dallas Cowboys are today. Well, you know, like like you said, it's it's it's. <laughs> Uh, you know, when you when you look and see what has happened this year, I mean, first of all, losing, uh, you know, your 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 two tackles, two Pro Bowl caliber tackles. Uh, I, I think Tyron played one game. Leal hasn't played at all this year. Uh, then you lose a Pro Bowl All Pro center who retires, and now you know, two weeks ago they lose. Uh, yeah, you know, a guy who you know I, I put in, in you know very close to a Larry Allen in terms of his ability, uh, and he's hurt. So you know you've lost four um, you know of the top players in the league um, on one team, and it's your offensive line, uh, and then you lose your quarterback. You know in the I don't know third or fourth game. So you know you you sort of wonder. You look up at the heavens and you say, well, you know, what have I been doing wrong? Uh, and, you know, injury is a part of the game, but you never expect to lose five guys on office, you know, like that, uh, of that caliber. Uh, and, you know, I, that, that, that is a shock. That's a real, real shock. Um, and, um, and then, you know, of course, you know, they, they, a new coaching staff and you've gone from a 4 3 to a a three four um, and you know based on the first game the way they played against the Rams uh, you know a pretty established team uh, you know uh, and they played them close um, so I never expected it to you know to turn out the way it has turned out uh, but you know I I think I was looking at the schedules today and uh, as strange as it sounds. Uh, mathematically, you know, the Cowboys still have a chance. And, you know, it, it reminds me of 1970. Um, it, things are not quite as dark, but we lost the game 38 to nothing 
uh, at the Cotton Bowl. Um, and, you know, in the, in the fourth quarter, quarter of that game, uh, 65,000 fans were chanting, we want Dandy Don. He was up in the booth with Howard Cosell. And he said, you know, famously, I'm not going down there. And, you know, we at the end of that game, we were 5-4, and four, two games behind New York with five games to go. And uh, it looked like uh, the sky, you know, it looked like we had no chance. Uh, you know, people were calling us next year's champions. And they were coming off of uh, 68, the team was 12-2. and two. The, year, the next year, my rookie year, the team was 11-3-1, uh, uh, I think. And uh, so, you know, suddenly we were 5-4, and four, and, but somehow we got it together. And, you know, I, the thing I would say is, you know, one practice at a time, one day at a time, one game at a time, uh, you know, that team maybe can do some of the things that we did uh, and hopefully at the end of the season look and see, what, you know, and, and, and be shocked at, you know, what has happened. But you know, it's one never expects the Cowboys to be three and nine. I mean, and you know, and 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 I think about that onside kick; they could very easily be two and twelve. I mean, two and ten. <laughs> talking, talking with Calvin Hill, longtime Dallas Cowboy, and then and then obviously worked for the organization for a long time. You know, you talked about Calvin switching from a four-three to a three-four. All the challenges that go from. Rod Marinelli to to Mike Nolan, you know Rod Marinelli more of a more of a staggered stance, put your hand in the ground, get up the get up the field. Now Mike Nolan more of a two gap player, you know. Think back. I, I, I want you to help us and think back about your time when you guys kind of moved into where they were. They moved into the flex defense. They changed all. Coach Landry changed all those things. Did you see the same kind of the same set of challenges then that this this defense is seeing now? Well, you know, I, I was always on the offensive side, and to be sure, I know that uh, you know the flex was designed. It was a gap defense, and it was designed to you know to stop the run. And uh, you know, from what I was told, you know, a lot of it, uh, you know, went against your your natural inclinations. You had to be disciplined and just make sure that you did what you know what what you were supposed to do in conjunction with everybody else. Uh, you know, I, you know, I, I think about it all the time. There's a, a very famous African proverb: uh, "You know, spider webs united can tie up a lion," and that's that's fine as long as you know every spider is is doing his job. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I think sometimes um, you know guys are so instinctive. I mean, I, I was looking at that. That one play where, um, you know, Lamar ran that 38-yard touchdown, and you know, the, you know, the linebacker—I I think it was 55—you know, he went instinctively. Uh, I guess he was supposed to be eyeballing Lamar, but he went and, you know, thinking that he was going to go outside, and you know, he was supposed to protect that gap. So, you know, in defense, it only takes one guy to break down, and. Uh, uh, you know, and I guess you know sometimes when you're making that change from one thing to another, it can be very, very difficult. Uh, and you just have to be super, super disciplined. And sometimes you know it goes against your instincts. Uh, but you know, hey, uh, you know, 
we, we still have a chance. I mean, that's the thing I focus on now is, you know, learn from all these mistakes. And there have been a bunch of mistakes this year. Uh, but, you know, going forward, try to, uh, to, to, to you know, if you're going to make a mistake, don't make it the same mistake. And, uh, and yeah, we got a chance. I mean, I look at the schedule of the four teams in the, in the NFC East. And, of course, you know, I mean, just looking at the teams, the four games, I think the Cowboys have the easiest schedule. Uh, if you look at the strength of the teams remaining on each team's schedule, and uh, you know, strange things happen. The ball bounces strange, and so, you know, I mean, I think the guys on the team just need to, uh, you know, to, you know, one day at a time, one practice at a time, and in that practice, one play at a time, and just try to be the best. You can be, you know, one play at a time. And, and you know, you almost have to forget about thinking about playoffs. You just got to worry about that play in front of you and just do your job. Talking with Calvin Hill. And, and Calvin, let's let's take you back to your playing days. We, we just talked to a rodeo cowboy a moment ago with the National Finals Rodeo taking place in Arlington, Texas this week. And I, I got to thinking about an old old rodeo cowboy from your football team in, in Walt Garrison, the, the fullback. What was your relationship like with Walt Garrison as the fullback and you as the eyeback? Well, you know, it was interesting because we, we communicated really well. Uh, I mean, you know, even even to the extent of coming out of the huddle, reminding one another what the snap count was. And, you know, we spent a lot of time, uh, you know, him understanding what I was going to do and me understanding what he was going to do. Uh, and, you know, the same thing was true with, you know, when Dwayne was playing and when Newhouse, you know, came, uh, you know, understanding how we all fit together was the key. Uh, and, you know, I mean, the same thing was true, uh, the offensive backs meeting with the offensive linemen when we were discussing the running game, understanding what each guy was thinking on each play and them understanding what we were thinking. And, you know, when we were talking about the passing game, understanding that, you know, every route that we ran was, a, you know, you know, was a complement to what was happening with the outside receivers and understanding why we were running the route and trying to, you know, as much as possible, to, you know, it's, it's, it's execution. Um, and, you know, of course, you know, Coach Landry was a real stickler on on, edu- on on execution, uh, and you know, and then on the defensive side, you know, with the flex defense, uh, you know, I mean, you know, it was fascinating to listen to those guys talk about depending on you know what the call was, you know, stepping with their left foot or stepping with their right foot and making sure, you know, that they were protecting you know this gap or that gap. I I never really understood it fully. You know, we only played against it when we played against San Francisco. Who uh, you know? Who also used the same defense, but you know it was it was designed that everybody had to do what their job was in that particular uh, defense, and to understand why they were doing it, and to understand how they fit in, and to understand that all it took was one breakdown uh, to uh, you know to to make the whole thing you know not work. Calvin, as a former running back, what are your thoughts when you watch a guy like Derrick Henry? play with that athleticism at that size well you know i mean he's he's always been a a a a wonderful running back i mean in high school and certainly at the university of alabama uh the thing i marvel at uh 
is uh, you know the the plays. I mean, you know, he 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 lines up in the eye, and uh, you know the way he gets the ball. There's a you know there's a lot of opportunity to look for daylight. Uh, I've been very very impressed. You know, their offensive coordinator uh, is a young man who was an intern up here with the Redskins, uh, and he's the son of Fred Smith. His father, you know, was the founder of of of, of, of FedEx. Uh, and he was an intern, went to school at the University of North Carolina, and I didn't realize it until just quite recently, but he's the offensive coordinator. And, you know, how he mixes the runs in with the passes, uh, very logical. Uh, and uh, so I'm very, very impressed with him uh, as a running back, as a smart running back, understanding you know where the softness of the uh, you know of the defense is. You know, understanding how to roll back, et cetera. Uh, but he's you know he's quite he's quite something to watch. Calvin, in uh, in Coach Landry's offense, the offensive line would would raise up before they would go down into their stance. What was what was the thought process there? Well. You know, back then we shifted. Uh, we we did a lot of shifting, and we shifted very quickly. And uh, you know, a lot of times we go on 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 the first count. You know, the first sound. And so when the offensive came, when the offensive line came up, they would line up in a, in a two point. You know, they line up. You know, and and the, the hands wouldn't be on the ground. And you know, the quarterback would call the defense four three set, and then we would shift. But often we would go on the first count, and so basically it was to you know to make sure that the teams didn't know when we were going to go out, you know, to try to surprise them sometime on the quick count. And they finally, you know, we worked on that. We worked making sure that you know if if he called four three set and the line you know shifted into a three point stance, the backs had to shift too, and we all had to land about the same time. And the idea was to try to catch the defense, you know, you know, waiting for us to set, or sometimes we go into quick count. Uh, but you know, when we shifted, it, it was always about trying to get a, an edge. Uh, and even you know, when when we went in motion, things like that, it, it wasn't designed. It was designed to. Uh, you know, to, he wanted to manipulate the defenses. He, you know, often he was trying to change the force, uh, you know, depending on when that ball was hiked. And we worked on that. So, you know, they outlawed that, though. You can't do that anymore. Um, but, you know, I mean, a lot of times we, the line would come up and, and they'd be in a two-point stance and, 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 you know, the quarterback would say, hut, and we'd go. And they wouldn't be ready. They wouldn't be, they'd be waiting for the line to shift. And then a lot of times they, you know, and we shifted quickly. The line would shift quickly. And so a lot of times they would move and go up and then get in a three-point stance, and that would draw people offside. Uh, but they, they finally outlawed that, I think. So, but everything had a reason with, with, with Tom Landry. You know, we did everything we did, there was a reason for doing it. Uh, and you know we tried to be. Um, I mean, if you you know even coming out of the huddle, you you know you 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 ran on, you ran on the field and you ran off the field, and you know when you came out of the huddle, you know you you did it with a little zip. I guess that was to, to let the other team know, hey, we're ready to play. When you look at this team, there's a lot of uh, areas that they need to improve on and stuff. So as far as the draft goes, where do you think they should uh, look to fix first? 
Well, I mean, it's it's hard for me. I, I think you know the, the the biggest thing is they got to get healthy with the guys that have been out. Uh, and uh, you know, I've always felt like you you know you you go for the best athlete uh, you know the best athlete you know available. Uh, the uh, I think that the biggest thing is you know the team just needs to to stay healthy. Uh, and you know, and hopefully not have the run of bad luck that they've had this year. Um, I mean, you know, obviously, uh, you know, when you look at the receiving core and the running back core, and even the offensive line, if it's healthy, uh, you know, probably the inclination would be to look on the defensive side if at all possible. Um, and uh, and then you know, to get some guys. I mean, Smith, you know, he's been, this is his first season back and. And you know he's you know he he he's a he's a you know he's he's been a great player, but you know you've been away for a long time, so he should be better next year. Hopefully, Randy, um, you know, will you know will be back in training training camp and, and and get ready. I think the other thing that you know that and I think about this, uh, you know, a new staff. Uh, you come in, you you're all new staff. Uh, I don't think there were, were any, there was only one holdover from last year's staff. You come in to a a new team, and one you know were you know as highly scrutinized as the Dallas Cowboys, and then you have this this you know this whole pandemic, uh, you know, and so for the entire off season you really can't the coaches can't do anything with the players, and uh, you know that can be very very difficult too. Um, and you know, as you look, as I look around, you know, within the division, um, you know, New York and Washington, while they both are ahead of the Cowboys, you know, they've also had very poor seasons. Uh, so I think a lot of that enters into into, into it too. But you know, I mean, we're we're, we're pretty. Uh, I mean, I look at the talent. I mean, you know, I guess it's, that's why it's so surprising. I mean, you look at our wide receivers. Uh, you know the tight ends, and obviously, you know we lost, you know, the, you know the, 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 the starter. But I've been impressed with how well, uh, uh, you know, kid from Stanford has played. Uh, I mean, he's played very, very well. And looks good. And uh, you, know, I, you know, I was talking to somebody about the Ravens game. They had one sack. Uh, and when you consider that you had, you know, a very young, mostly second-string offensive line, uh, you know, I was really impressed with how well they did protecting the quarterback. Uh, and it's, you know, it's it's, it's very good. I, I've always been a fan of the kid from Penn State, McGovern, and I watched him a couple times, and he looked like he was holding his own. And uh, you know, and, and and Joe, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Joe. Joe's a good guy to have on the team. So it's just a question of of uh, finishing this season out, uh, you know, approaching each practice uh, and each play in each practice, uh, you know, with with a lot of enthusiasm. I think uh, you know, obviously, you know, when you when you're three and nine, uh, there are going to be a lot of people outside the circle. Who are you know shooting daggers and shoot, you know, shooting bullets at you, et cetera? You know, my sense is, you know, those guys on the team, uh, you know, who are in that locker room, they have to you know sort of coalesce and you know g- gather together, and you know, and and understand that 
hey, we're in the inner circle and it's about us, and you know we we have to play for one another now. Uh, we you know we can't point any fingers because you know, what's the old saying when you point a finger, you know four you know three of them point back at you. Coming back uh, at you, we, Calvin. I know we, you know the. I, I I know you know all those things because those are those are all things I've heard you say before. Listen, Calvin. I I can't thank you enough for jumping on here. Obviously, my two compadres they want to jump in and they had questions for you. Uh, you you're a legend in, in in down here in God's country, and I want you to know I appreciate you taking the time to jump on with us today. Okay, well, Glenn. Hey, you know this. Hey, you know, whenever I'm in Dallas, I'm always listening to figure out where you are. So keep keep up the good work, and let's let's you know let's 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 root for the Cowboys one game at a time and see what happens. There he goes, there he goes, Calvin Hill. Now, if that if that doesn't give you a glass half full mentality, Tom Barfield, I don't know what does. No, and I'm telling you, man, it was uh, as a uh, youngster, it was a blast to watch him play football for the uh, for the Cowboys and. You know, that's back in the days when you could sit there and just rattle off uh, a, a number and a name, a number and a name. I mean, you just knew who they were, and and that was, that was kind of cool for me just to, to, to listen to that and be a part of that. So a lot of fun. All right, uh, 520, 20 minutes after 5. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a mild night across central Texas with lows reaching the mid-50s with increasing cloud cover and a chance of showers and storms after midnight. Friday will start off with temperatures in the lower to mid-60s. There's a 60% chance of showers and storms before noon. There's a chance of strong storms in the afternoon and evening ahead of a cold front on Friday. Highs will briefly reach the lower 70s in the afternoon. Saturday will be cooler with highs in the upper 50s and mostly sunny skies. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 539 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Don't miss the real Texas Gun Show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show is a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with the large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Their vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas, and the variety is so big you don't want to miss it. If they don't have it, they'll make it. The next Real Texas Gun Show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. Social distancing will be enforced and a temperature check will be conducted at the door. It's Al from the Good Feet Store. I know lots of people have a hard time pronouncing it and an even harder time living with it. I'm talking about plantar fasciitis. Our art support system is specially designed to help alleviate or even eliminate the pain caused by plantar fasciitis and a lot of other foot conditions. I see people who have tried everything finally come into the Good Feet Store and walk out feeling like they've gotten their lives back. Find what you've been missing at the Good Feet Store. See what they can do for you with the free art support bidding at the Good Feet Store in Waco, located near Cabela's. Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this. 
All right, 522, 22 after 5. Again, coming up at the bottom of the hour, it'll be Lady Bear basketball as they open up conference play against West Virginia from Morgantown. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. And uh, many thanks to everyone who's been a part of the broadcast. And uh, thanks to Calvin Hill for being on the program as well today. We'll do this again tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock. Have yourself a great day.